we back again episode four the cassie podcast thank you for tuning in if you're listening on spotify or apple Podcasts, or you're watching on youtube we appreciate you uh we've got special guests here today good friend of mine <laughs> hello you doing, thank you for having me good good thank you <laughs> happy for to be here it's good now nah, you are the first female on the cassie podcast so there's that i would plan to bring females on there's a couple more people that i have in mind but i never because like the first three four are guys and i never want people to think like oh what is he like <laughs> just the football thing just, or yeah, guy stuff just guys that, but nah i got a wide selection of friends um now nah, i appreciate you coming how are you doing you good yeah no i've been okay uh it's been i don't want to say busy couple days but it's it's just been whatever i don't know but I think we're going on lockdown soon again so i want to get back that. into work mode and trying to read and uni and how things are union that obviously because <sighs> this is an experience Do you know for what everyone. like the other week i actually studied and i was so proud of myself like oh i read like 15 pages because that's big for me but then yeah i think like two days after doing that i was back on like just not doing it so oh you have stuff online as well yeah like it's a once a week on a Wednesday, it's like a dissertation module you come in for. So this week, I didn't have to go. And I was very happy about that, like not spending money. So I just booked the next week instead. But yeah, everything else is online. But I have Mondays off, which is okay. But yeah, it's just that random dispersed times. So it's like 11 and 2 to 4. And I just feel a bit trapped. Like, because I'm job hunting as well. It's very like techie, mm. trying to get jobs. Because then everyone's trying to do full-time and I'm just like listen like, I'm a student we need jobs too like what are you talking mm -hmm. about so especially with what I want to do it's like school kids and you're needed there for like the full day and mm -hmm. it's like I can't be there yeah. from 11 like yeah. I have lectures at 11 like yeah, yeah. but at least I've known 9 a.m this year so I'm quite happy about that because yeah, yeah that's the but, only um actually even because I'm because I'm, I'm on a sports course I have a couple with the tier three stuff and our unis just said even people that have to do practicals when I cut that out so even my practicals I haven't even been going in but it was on 9 a.m so yeah how was your um dissertation stuff coming along research project so yes yeah, slowly i've actually done ethics literally yesterday did you i need to do that my, yeah. my research stuff for people who don't know dissertation is uh your last year of uni um you, the big thing the big yeah you do your own independent research project which is your own thing that you go out and it's your own idea and you can go research on whatever you want to do but there's hella steps you have to go do and it has to be approved as well so you can't just pick anything because it might not be appropriate or might not get approved by your supervisors or some universities have specific like you can't do this you can't do that so you need to make sure that it's something that it's is running by the uni because it's all obviously it's the uni's reputation essentially on the line as well so it is a bit tough like for me i like doing stuff i want to do there's a lot of stuff i'm interested in but when you tell me to just think of an idea i'm lost like thinking on the spot for me is just like well, I like this, I like that, I like that, but how do I make this into an experiment, to a dissertation? I don't know what I want to find out. I have no idea, so... Um, I, the, even my unit was bad people that I knew that, you know, they took them time, like... I know, I know a friend, uh, shout out to I know a friend, uh, she like, was sitting there one time in the library, she was taking hours, she was like, what do I do, what do I... I was like, I was laughing at them because I'm the opposite, like, <laughs> as soon as I thought about it and I realised we have to do our own research thing, I didn't Bumble. know exactly what I wanted to do, but I knew the field that my thing was going to be in i knew the field was going to be in i knew i had the idea of what it was going to be about so like i'm the opposite i knew straight away 
Yeah, I had I, a straight away idea I what I was going to be. Like that. No, it doesn't work that way. But no. I just realized you have to just because it's, it's long. It's long, like so. You've got to make sure you're doing what motivates you and what you love. Because yeah. some people, some people, the worst thing you could do is pick something to research about. Even in, if you talk about uni, even if you talk about life, pick something to do for work, and it's something you don't want to do. And after there's a point, you're going to hit a wall. And you're going to be like, yeah. nah, and this it is... will slow you down. It will waste a lot of time. So much time. And it's easier. The tip they give you is do something you're interested in. Mm. But along the lines, I remember going to the first face-to-face seminar, you know, the once a week one. Yeah. And I actually felt better. I came there with a bit, you know, negative mindset. Like, I still don't have an idea what I'm doing. Oh, my God. Rah, rah, rah. And then the teacher said, show of hands of who's got their topic. And, you know. They love asking that. Literally no one. <laughs> Like maybe like three people had their hand up. So I was like, okay, all right, cool. Maybe five. And then she even told me after, because I had a little like panic session. She was just like, listen, these people that put their hand up to say they know what they were going to do. They're going to change their mind in about like a month. And then they're going to have to change the idea. So I thought, do you know, that's true. Like even me, like I thought gender, social media, something now, now I've added age into it so that I have a bit more of a narrow point of, you know, who I'm looking for, my participants and stuff like that. So I feel a bit better now that I've actually done the ethics. Like, I feel like I've taken a step. So now I'm just working on my advertisement and my interview questions. That's probably going to be done this yeah. week, next week. You know, I think, so I think mine is... We moving <laughs> slow, but we moving. <laughs> I think mine is, uh, is similar. It's on, that, it's on that wavelength. I think we spoke about it or it being qualitative. Or yeah, whatnot, yeah. Uh, no, it has to be. No, numbers, sorry, yeah, bye. Nah, <laughs> that math stuff. Nah. SPS says bye, like I can't. <laughs> That's not me. Um, no. Yeah, no, you just got to make sure you do, you find out what you're interested in and what you love to do. It's like... Um, I think I've told you about this, so like even in life, like because I was doing a, uh, co- I was working in Sainsbury's, and at first it was fun. I enjoyed it. It you was did? A, it was a new it was, at first because it was a new environment. I was working with people that I enjoyed, blah yeah. blah blah. But then after a while, after months went by, it's repetitive, isn't it? I was like, fam, and I was only working part because I was I was studying at this time as well, so I was only working part time two days a week. But on the eve of the day I have to go into work after like because I dread. Because I went, I joined December to December, so I was there for the whole year. So when it got to about October now, September, around that time, I'm just like, bro, I don't want to yeah. go in this place, man. I'm dreading it, yeah. And after I left that, it was like, that was the first time I've really understood, like, don't waste time doing things that you really don't want to do. Especially if you think, especially if it's for something like money, like it pays well. Because mm, yeah, what it, it takes from you is... Quick route to unhappiness, I'd say. What it takes yeah. from you, oh, mate, what it takes from you is uh, is so much more worth it than the money you get. Yeah. And after that, I, I said to myself, I'm never going to go on a job again. This was like 2018, I left it, December 2018. So after that, I said, I'm never going to get a job again. That's going to pay just for money. And then, yeah. like, six months went in 2019 and I had no job. <laughs> Listen, I've been there as well. Like, I had the year, it was a bit tight. Like, what am I doing with myself? Like, Nicole, you need a job. But I'm at this point in life, the older you get, you obviously realise, like, I can't just be doing something I don't like. The last job I had, I was working in a law firm, admin stuff, alongside lawyers, you know. You know, it was a busy place, mm. but I was always moving and I liked that. So I was just thinking, now that I've worked alongside lawyers, I can't be going to no Sainsbury's job. Money's money, but I know what I'm capable of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I've actually worked this busy place yeah, yeah. where my boss was like, you need to pay attention, you need to do this, you need to do that. And I was like, okay, well now I can handle that. So 
on to the next. Like, mm. what do I actually like doing? Do you know what I mean? Because even that job, like, it did get repetitive. But day to day, I was working Monday to Friday. So, like, different days I would do different tasks. But I was always on the move either mm. way. So it's like, now I'm just like, well, I know I like kids. So I want to do that. That was my first ever job I was yeah. working, like, as a TA. So yeah. I know that's my passion alongside yeah. music, other stuff. So I know, like, that's where I'm at right now. I'm not trying to go and make excessive effort looking for a job that's not to do with that but obviously it's a challenge like what you said in your last episode it's like you know people expect you to have qualifications and stuff like that and yeah. it's just something we don't have yet you know like with patience with positivity you find places that are you know because people know that even students underqualified people you still need jobs you still need work and people are aware of that but you need to look for the right place that will offer those, you know, flexibilities to you. You said, so, um, you said uh, after the law firm thing, you was like, you like you need a job, but you wasn't on trying to go to no yeah, Sainsbury's no, team. No, How no. important do you think that is for you to understand? You're not just gonna jump into no. Um, let me just stop picking on Sainsbury's. That you're not <laughs> gonna jump into no um, like supermarket kind of job, like um, retail kind of job, just because you need a job. How important you know is that for you to understand what you really want to do and go for it? How Cause I, important? Because I see some people now and I know some people, like, I ain't got any names, but I know some people, like, and I look, like, I just like to, like, watch people, look at what they do and, like, in their lives. Definitely. And I see I see some people now and they're working and that, like, they're earning their money, whatever. But I'm looking at them, I'm like, like, what are you doing? Like, They're, like, they're working. No, nah, they're working, but I know then what the job that they're doing is not what. They're going what, what they want to do for their whole they lives. They don't look happy, yeah. So I'm asking them, like, I'm not asking them, actually, but I'm in my head I'm thinking... Like, go on for you, like, like what's going on? What At what point are you going to think, let me go? Because it's like one of the most annoying, even though it shouldn't really annoy me because it's not my life, but it's one of the most annoying things for me where people don't really go for or don't even search for what they love yeah, or what they want to do. Too. Yeah, Because that is like, when you find that out, it's like... It's sad. So much more stuff becomes so much... A lot of things become a lot easier. It's a lot more hard work. Like when I left the Sainsbury's thing and I was looking for a job in coaching because that was part of my part, part of my life that I wanted to do. Like as the first six months I was looking for a job in coaching, I didn't find anything. So the first six months was doing nothing. Like I was studying at uni, but that was it. Yeah. And... In some sense, it is harder than working in Sainsbury's because there's so there's much more that you're battling. Like, yeah, you're thinking, should I go back to Sainsbury's? Like, yeah. you're battling yourself. Like, am I, am I on the right path? That thought would definitely cross your mind if you can't find a saying. job like, in a set amount of time. You think, raw. Like, I think it's also like you feel kind of. I started feeling really useless. Like, I started feeling like a bum, low key. Mm. I was like. What the hell am I doing? <laughs> listen, listen, even like, like, think about that now. Think about the world we live in and the society we live in. I'm a guy. I'm a guy. So, and obviously, I'm not like in that, let's say, in that, let's say specifically in that six month period, I didn't have a job. I wasn't like, I'm still talking to people. I was still chatting to girls, but like, I'm a guy and I have to keep this yeah there's pressure for you to, as well exactly yeah. to do this 100%. thing and have this thing but i'm like i ain't got no job like i ain't got no income coming in like for the first six months Gets like that. so i'm like bro so you're saying you're feeling you felt like a barbie feeling you so that like, imagine being a guy and no, you're expected no. to bring these certain things to the table and i'm like fam i, no, can't I even. definitely feel bad for guys because i know that there's that pressure especially coming on social media so let's say you know i have a free day because i'm not working 
and I'm surfing on social media and there's all this like, get your money up. These quotes like, ah, oh, if you haven't learned the skill this quarantine, what are you doing? And I'm just like, bloody hell, like leave people alone. But you kind of be like, deep down you're thinking, nah, like it's right. Do you know what I'm saying? Because you want to be productive no matter what you do. But um, it's there's definitely pressure, but you have to, what made me feel better? Like at one point I was trying to apply for at least two jobs a day. I was on Indeed, mm. banging it out. At one point, I even saw a warehouse job, mate. I clicked apply. Yeah, I was looking at warehouse jobs as <laughs> was well. That, there's no way I'm working in a warehouse. Uh, but I clicked on it anyway. Like, t- times I get phone calls like, oh, it's um from this place you called to apply for a job. And I was like, remind me what place. I've I've applied for yeah, six yeah, jobs yeah, this yeah, week. Yeah. I have no idea which one this yeah, is. Yeah, like, yeah. You need to let me yeah, know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. But um, yeah, a lot of these places, they're very, I've realized job hunting, people are so unprofessional. Like, I applied for this care home and I had the phone interview. It went so great. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, when you just know they're impressing yeah, yeah. you, you know, you're tuning in everything. I had the next step. I advanced to the next step. That was that online test, literacy, numeracy. I actually did better in maths than literacy. I was, I couldn't believe it because English is actually my strength. But uh, yes, yeah, so I was feeling really positive. Like, yeah, I'm going to get this job. I'm going to be a caretaker. Yeah, great. And they got back to me like three weeks later after I got 80 or 90% in the exam. So I was like, they can't say no to me. Like, I smashed it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Three weeks later, they're calling me. Oh, hi, it's um from these people. Like, um, We just had a little, we've had some complications. We had to relocate because the place was in Stanmore. Yeah, yeah. Like, last stop in a Jubilee. Like, yeah, like, yeah. But I was like, I need this money. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, yeah. go to New Flanders. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, they called me up. Oh, you know. Yeah, we've had some complications, rare, rare, rare. Are you still open to working with us? I was like, yeah, of course. I was doing other like job hunting, but I'm always keeping my options open. Like, I'm saying yes to everyone, do you mm. know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah, then, all right. So are there any requests? I said, yeah, can I please, if you're relocating, can I work in like Greenwich Borough? Because that's where I'm from. Like, yeah. If you're giving me the option, let me at least work somewhere a bit more local because yeah. Stanmore every day is going to be long. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, please, anywhere in Greenwich Borough, I'm open to anywhere, but Greenwich Borough would be great for me. So I was like, okay, well, this is going to take like a week to, you know, sort out. We'll get back to you within like a week or so. We'll let you know the arrangements. Mm. All right, great. Happy. It's been a month. <laughs> Where they at? <laughs> so now it's like, I've had to take other ventures and, you know, keep this thing going. Like I'm with an agency now, but agencies are slow as well. Yeah. Like, it's um no nah, it's uh, it's just sort of two things. There was one time like how people can be so unprofessional. There was one time I it was like it was a moment where I was looking at warehouse jobs as well. Like I was because I needed something like yeah. So I was at I went to an interview for this warehouse thing and it didn't work out anyway because um like I'm big on doing things that I need to do for me to like be happy in a sense. Yeah, yeah. So but at the times they're offering me, that means I wouldn't be able to go play football. And straight away I was like, oh, yeah, this was this off. was obviously after I'd already gone done the interview. But straight I was thinking, all right, this is not going to work anyway because I'm not going to drop my football yeah. to take the job because that's something that... That makes you happy. Yeah, yeah like yeah, I need no. it. So well, I'm at the interview now. I come in the interview, nicely dressed and whatnot. I was wearing a proper suit, but you know. Suave, you know. You know, I'm doing my thing. And I walk in now and I walk in this room and there's about eight people in this room. And none of them are interviews. Some of them are workers. Some of them are colleagues. Some of them are like supervisors. And they're in like an office type of space. And there's like eight of them there. And I'm, one of them told me, just take a seat real quick. I'm going to be with you in a minute. I'm like, cool. I'm thinking, you know, they're all going to leave, go back yeah, to work and whatever. Right. I'm going to have one-to-one with this, with this lady. She said, all right, come 
taxi I sat on the table she was like she started interviewing me and there was like seven people just quiet listening watching me I'm <laughs> looking around like I'm looking I didn't say it but I'm looking at like this is an interview like <laughs> like how was this supposed to be an interview and give someone first impressions and there's six seven eight people in the room just that's very distracting I was like this was it was off putting for me and then on top of that like I said she told me times anyway and I was like oh, I can't do that because of football so I left it anyway but I was like, yeah, some people can just be like, so like, I know you're doing your job, blah, blah, blah. blah. No, you don't have time, but if you're going to conduct an interview, conduct a proper interview, like one to one. But there was like eight people in the room just sitting there watching me, like behind me, looking, like, listen to what I'm saying. Like They're probably going to copy some of the stuff you'll say as well. Like, what is this? And I, was like, I was like, this is mad weird. But um, and the second thing is you said that you like, they relocated, they relocated to Stanmore. And you were still like, nah. So they, they said they were relocating somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they gave me an option. I was actually surprised. Like, what are the chances that this yeah. is going to happen? But I figured, you know, Corona, everything's upside down anyway. So at this point this year, anything can happen. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. what I say to myself every day. But yeah, they said they were relocating. And I just said, they, they asked me literally like, where would you want to work? Because it's like a branch that like, there's different ones. I yeah. applied for one in, not Bristol and Brighton. It was in, so it's... Brent or somewhere in North London, Borough, somewhere in it started would have be. So there was two. I applied for both. Stanmore's the one that got back to me. So then, yeah, as soon as they asked me that, I just said, yeah, anyway, Greenwich Borough, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, so that's that's good because some people like it annoys me as well because some people I know they want to do something, but you told them it's in this place and they'll be like, nah, that's long, I ain't going there. I'm like, how much do you really want it? Because mm. like this, this ish ain't gonna come to your, that's it ain't gonna thing. come to your table. Like where I coach is in, I'm more like I coach in North London, North East London. I play football in West London. I another coach job I had was in East London. Like if it's something I want to do and I need to do it, and it's I know it's gonna help me on my development on my path to get where I want to be, mate. It can be Ken if it's the best job for me ever. I'm going to go yeah, to if Ken. It pays well, if I'm going to make the money back getting there, then it's calm. And do you know like, what I mean? It's, it's important for me for my steps to do what I'm going to do. I had to go for my coaching course. You have to go do, before you do the actual coaching course, you have to go do something called um, first aid, like level one first aid kit. So you, you are aware of how to uh, maneuver around if something was to happen and safeguarding. So being safe around children and whatnot. And I went to go do that. One, I did two of them in different places. Sometimes you do it in the same place. One of them I went and did it in uh Romford but the other one I went and did it in Kent because they have the FA have a bunch of um places in London but I want to do it ASAP as soon as possible when the ones in London were all booked. I couldn't go to the ones in London. If I had to go to if I had to wait for one in London that was close, I had to wait like another couple of months. No, no, bye. So I was looking at other fair enough close places close places and for one of them I had to go to Kent. And I thought, it's what I gotta do, it's what I gotta do. So got the train, bought a ticket, went to Kent, did the this was the first aid one, did the first aid course I had to do. It was like two hours. So I'm travelling for like two hours to go do a first aid course for two hours and then I'm travelling back home for two hours and it was long as hell, but it was something I had to do and some people just like it's like they say they wanna do something, but when it comes to something like travelling far for it or or just putting in a bit extra effort for yourself. It's like people get a bit, ah, nah, come on. Personally, over, I actually do don't it. mind. I think if I can listen to music for a long time on my way there, I'm happy. Like, I don't really mind. So, yeah, I, at this point, besides the what you mentioned, like being happy, doing something that's helping you develop and stuff, 
besides that, I think traveling and all that is a secondary factor. Like it's not that deep. Mm. If you can get there, it's calm. The only thing I will say is that, you know, we're looking for jobs in order to get money. So maybe right now, we're okay, but you know, we're not, you know what I'm saying? We're yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. get our money up. Yeah, so yeah. when they say, you know, it's this place, this place, then I look on how to get there, train there, train there, there, change there. And I'm just like, well, is this really going to help my bank or is this going to just be a cash mm. loss every day for what I'm making? So you need to weigh out like, okay, how much do you pay? What's going on? If it coincides, then you can, it's an option. But I think, yeah, you can't be doing certain things at the agency. Once they call me up like, oh, um, we'll have you, rare, rare, rare. Obviously, that was when I was due to go back to Northampton. Yeah. So I was like, oh, if they took me, why am I going to Northampton only to have to look for another job, you know, when I'll pass up a chance there? So that's when I decided to commute. That was actually um, a motivator for, let me stay in London. Yeah. It's all online anyways. Yeah. What's the point? Rent is a waste of money. I can save up at home and work. But in the agency is that third party, second party. So you're still doing the whole job hunting process anyways. They're just helping you look for the work, which is what I didn't know. So I'm learning new things as yeah, I'm yeah, on yeah. there. Like, you know, they're sending you emails. You've just spent a month asking for all my qualifications. Everything is on there. My file is finally cleared once I get this reference from my law firm that's taking long, right? And it's like, okay, I've told, I've told you all my qualifications and then you're still sending me jobs that you know don't apply to me. And I'm just thinking, like, well, why are you wasting my time sending me this stuff when you know? Like, do you know what I mean? They make so much hassle, yeah. like... Tell us you're this. What did you get there? Da, da, da. DBS, everything I had to sort, everything that I had to spend more money getting some documents. Like it was like a hassle, but I patterned it because I know that and this is what I have to do. And then I'm here now. I've got everything you've asked me for and you're still sending me stuff that is not going to really benefit me. But now it's just like, it's just the way it is. Like, because yes, it's a big uh... agency, like every time I get a call, it's someone else. Yeah. So they don't know my situation. But it's like, look on my bloody file. Do you, know, do you know what I'm saying now? Like, why are you wasting my time? I've said part-time three times. I've said it to Andrew. I've said it to Margaret. I've said it to whoever, Tom. And then I get an interview. I'm going to smash the interview. Private school thing. The next day, we loved you, but we wish you was available more. Like, you know, we need a full-time worker. Bro, I said part-time on the tick three times and I'm still I still had to go all the way to May the Vale it's just uh, to smash the interview get my hopes up it's just age. and then it's, it's like I couldn't take the job because like I'm in uni still I'm telling them all I'm still in uni I can't do Monday to Friday I just can't it's and they're still get, do you know what I mean so where is third party I'll say the biggest disadvantages it goes through so many people that the one person that's like taking over your file they don't mm. even know you mm. so it's like mm. they get things so mixed up and you're like like at this point, do you even know my name? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, just read what I've given you. You've got my CV. You've got everything on there. Yeah. Like, why can't you? So it does get a bit frustrating, but no, it is. It's just, my it's advice a... is just you have a positive mindset. I've, I think it's a choice you make. You can't yeah, yeah. be negative all the time. I used to get really consumed in my negativity. Like, I'm not going to get a job. Nothing's going to happen. I'm shit. I'm this, what, not that. But, you know, it's that's not going to help you. Like, that doesn't get you nowhere. So I've had loads of friends that told me, listen, like, you experience so much negative stuff because you are negative all the time. And I was like, do you know what? Maybe I am a bit negative. Mm. Like, do you know what I'm saying? So now it's like, I'm going to this interview now, had zero research about the school, didn't even look at the website. I'm like, I'm going to smash this because I know I can talk to people. I know I can... Like, even if I'm not really interested, I, I'm very good at pretending I'm interested. So it's like, 
I'm, I'll do great. And they love me, but obviously now it's another issue of the availability and stuff like that. So, no, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's stressful stuff. Um, it is. It is. Um, I know um, you mentioned a couple of times you are an artist. You do music. Yeah, no, we're starting now. <laughs> Tell us about that. Music's always been a thing for you. Yeah, so I literally got into it last may mm. so it was a thing i've wanted to do since like the beginning of time i did performing arts in school i used to be in the choir in secondary school so uh i think once you leave secondary school i think you might be able to relate to this as well the community it's like you have to do it on your own kind of thing so you know school offers you after school clubs the choir you almost just fall into certain yeah, yeah. things you like like you said football was just there yeah, yeah. so it's a part of it. Yeah, yeah. But once you like branch out and you leave school, that community cohesion feeling, I, I, I it was lost for me. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? So I've now picked performing arts in college. So it was okay. Like they was like my little family. I was very comfortable around them. But yeah. when it came to like our devised exams and stuff, people would come in as an audience and I was shook. Like yeah. these people, I don't know them. Like It's not like school where everyone in school kind of knows you. Like they know you're in 7LK. Like, yeah, do you know, yeah. it's like... Who are these are like Peckham Law, these are from this. Like, I, I don't know you people, like, I don't wanna, do you know what I'm saying? So it was a big confidence thing. So it took me a while to actually get into it properly just because I didn't know like where to start and I was very shy in front of people. So I had loads of opportunities, like come my studio, you know, da da da. And I was like, all right, yeah, but like I couldn't do it when it came to it. So, so how did it feel when so you finally got in the studio? It felt amazing. Like honestly, so it was uni and it was the most unexpected thing. Like I went over to my friend's house, I thought we were just going to chill, movie night, whatever. Then he was like, oh, I've got a studio here. And I was like, here? Like he had this little flat that he lived mm. in. He's like an exchange student. So he was like, his friends were already there, like two of them. And, you know, his friend was like the the technician, like he mm. moved the mixing and everything mm. like that. Mm. So he was like, so I met them, introduced me to them. And they was like, oh, you want to hit the stew? And I was just like, Nicole, don't, don't say no to this. Don't turn it down. Like I said, yes, I want to hit the stew. I'm like slightly shaking, but I'm like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Mm. So then the way it is, I think you have to be around people that, even though I just met him on the day, yeah. but. It was like I already felt comfortable because yeah, I knew yeah. he was my friend's friend. Yeah, yeah. So because I know my friend, he's woke and all this stuff. He gives me all these motivational speeches. Mm. I'm kind of feeling like your people are going to be on your level as well. Mm. So I do, I'm not really feeling that I don't know you type of thing. I yeah, feel yeah. very like the coaches do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the approach they had was like, we're going to slap a couple beats on and just let us know which one you like. And then we'll will go and top line on it top yeah, line's yeah. basically that like you're literally freestyling yeah, you're saying yeah. anything you don't need to say words just whatever comes to your mind and then you fill in the gaps later so that's my best tip for songwriting how, so uh, yes yeah, so i was gonna ask you how how did the process come so did the process come so easy for writing your own it songs it felt free like my first thing was literally so simple they put a beat on i was like all right let's do this one now you see me now you don't so don't come back if I said you won't. Na 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 na. Like whatever. Do yeah. you know what I mean? We didn't even use that song, but the point is that's where it started. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. now that little song is always in my head. Like yeah, that yeah. is the, my first yeah, yeah. time I went on the mic and I heard my own voice. And at first I was like I cringed, but now I'm like I literally did a studio session the other day, ten hours straight, eight to uh, to six. I was knackered, but 
Yeah, like I was like, I sound amazing. Like, can you turn it up? Like, <laughs> I want to hear it again. Like, so I think, yeah, they've literally become like my family. Like, it's like a thing where I can do anything around them because I'm too like comfortable and they know that I'm good and I know they're good. So yeah. it's like, it's literally the vibe is always there. We're always ready to work. So my advice is, you know, find someone you're comfortable around if they do music you know, it's great. Great. Now the old people hit me up because they obviously see I've posted small, small stuff on Insta yeah. and they're like, oh, so you do music now? I was like, yeah, I'm back. Like, hit me up. And now I'm confident because it's like, I want to work with you yeah, now. Yeah. So the people I've turned down now, I'm like, what's happening? Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it is a slow process. Like, I've realised that when you want to do it for real, like, it costs money. Like, mastering is like 80 pounds, 90 pounds. But then I'm just like, there'll be a time I'll definitely do it because, you know, it's it's what I want to do. Like, even because um like we know we're good friends we know each other for a while now i feel like the, the biggest thing about it was that you found because i didn't know you always had a thing for me i knew like, i kind of knew you listen to music and we both have similar tastes in music yeah. but i didn't know you had such a love for potentially wanting to make doing your own it. music yeah. until you started doing it and i heard the first song and i was like no way <laughs> came out of nowhere literally I was like, no way yeah. like because i did like this so i think i was more than happy that i was more than happy that you found something for yourself that yeah. you love, which I think, which I feel like is the most important thing yeah, for people. Yeah, it's very is that... valuable. I think that same day I left the studio, I felt so much happier in myself because mm. I felt like I was a step closer to like Just being, where being you who be. I want to be. Do you being know what I'm saying? I felt, like, I felt so motivational Isn't that, that song? day. I felt like, be who you want to be. Be who I want to be. If I work hard at it or something like that again. I'll be what I want to be. J. Cole? You no, probably no. know if it's J. Cole though. <laughs> I, think it was J. I don't remember. But, but yeah. yeah, I'd say it's, important, it's so important. Like it got to the point I was too shy that I didn't even tell people I like music. Was You know, you know, you with them people and they're like, all right, sing then. And I was like, well, I'm not going to sing. Like, I'm shy. So I would just be like, oh, nah, 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 nah. But it's like, I'm lying to myself. Yeah, I'm yeah. lying to people right now. Now I'm just like, yeah. So even though I might not sing on the spot, I'll be like, play you one of my tracks and <laughs> make it easy <laughs> like I don't have to sing but you just hear how I sound so that is like a way to just overcome like it's just baby steps every time like I realized I used to beat myself a lot beat myself up a lot like oh, I'm not here I'm not there I have yeah. so much way to go but I've realized like since the beginning it's slow but I always get there so I might get there I might be one of the last people to get there but the point is I've yeah, got yeah. there do yeah. you know what I mean so it's slow with me, but like issues, motivation, whatever, whatever it is, money, whatever it is. But the point is I'm here now mm. and there's no going back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? You've started this podcast. Like it was out of nowhere. You said you wanted to do it. The next thing I'm seeing the episode, I'm like, yes, click on it straight away. Like share, watching it. And I'm like, yeah, mate, like let's keep going. Like it can't just be a day and you know every day is a battle it, I say to myself like you it, know. it is especially when you're on a journey of doing what you want to do yeah. because I put um, I spoke about it a little bit in the last episode and I put up something about it on my story um, it's a bar that Big Sean has he says I quit my job and that's when the real work started and at first I was like huh <laughs> you quit your job you're not working how can real work start but then I started yeah. to think about my own life yeah. and like when I quit Sainsbury's I quit my job that's well, I think I just left, but, <laughs> but no, no, it's hard. I, no, I bought no worries, but you know, it didn't go down too well. But I quit, so I stopped working at Sainsbury's, and I said, right, "Cool, like 
I want to coach. Coaching is something. I want to do a bunch of things with that podcasting. It's different to coaching. But coaching is one of the things I want to do. So how do I get into that? So I'm like, cool, I need to go find a coaching job. And that's when I understand the part where that's where the real work starts. Because you're constantly battling. Yeah. And it feels real. Like you're like, there's yep. that motivation there. Like I know I want to do this. So, you know, there's times I struggle with a song. So I might leave it for two months. But the point is I'm coming back to it. And then one day I said, I'm going to write a banger. I couldn't study. I had no motivation to study. I was like, let me at least be productive doing something. And so I said, let me write a song. I said up till 4am and I didn't stop till I wrote it. It's finished. And uh, like, and uh, people who do jobs right now that don't, that they're doing right now just for like, it's a time to it's to pass time or to make money here and there. I want you to, even if the job the job's stressing you out and you do long hours, you're not, quit your job and chase your dreams then you'll know then you'll know I right, cool my job is wasn't really that tough because uh, it's just it's just so long because you're constantly battling yourself yeah, and yeah. how much you really want it and but it's so important so you said like once you did the music thing like you couldn't you couldn't go back yeah there's it no was way, the thing yeah. when I said I'm going to do coaching and then I started doing coaching I said there's no way I'm going yeah, go like to go back to like to go back to do something just to do yeah it. so now I know like you, once you've done it, you can't, you, there's no way you can go back. One piece of advice I'll give though, if you are working a tough job, like obviously plan to quit. Like you I know, tried to plan to quit, but then I was like, like nah. Save up, like if you know that, okay, what I really want to do is photography, for example, and you know, money, equipment costs money. You know, if that job that you hate so much at least pays well, mm. give yourself a time scale. Like, okay, I'm going to yeah, work course. there for a month. That way I can get this amount of money so I can buy my first camera or something you know i want to say just leave if you hate it but also be smart about what you're doing like if you know you don't want to be at home feeling bummy and that nah i'm, like, I'm on that i'm on that wave just listen, leave, I, no me That's too me. i was doing it but now i'll say okay do you know what make sure you have something lined up that, then leave but that was my plan yeah it doesn't go to plan it doesn't go to plan <laughs> they got to a point i was like nah i can't do this again yeah no and I just left. no to be honest yeah, me as well i was at one point i was literally doing nothing so but now obviously i've learned from certain things and i'm like well it's it's behind me now so i don't even care like i don't regret anything like it's it's what it is but yeah. i would still say you know like music is a big investment yeah. like, so even though i get you know my friends bust me like it's still like yeah, yeah. there's gonna be things that you will have to pay for. Like, no, it's um, you know, so no, make sure that there's something there. If you're getting money now, doing something, stack up some cash, then you know, buy more. No, that's out. the that's the smart thing to do. Um, now we like like we go we go back and we've had some amazing conversations, and there was so much that I had in my mind to get into, um, so much, but um, you know. Times of the essence, and the beautiful thing about podcasts is, you know, it's all for hours. <laughs> the beautiful thing about it is, you know, we'll get you back on easy, like work, and uh, we'll get in some other stuff. But Definitely. I do appreciate you coming on. Thank you for having me. It's been very nice. Thank you. Um, tell the guys where to listen to your music, where to catch you on the socials, and that. So Instagram, I'm n i k underscore b x o. Uh, Snapchat. No, Snapchat's a bit. Yeah, Instagram. No, just, the the stuff will be there. So and you got you? and you got a song out. Uh, yeah. So it's Shout just it on SoundCloud, but it's on Instagram anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, you no, you'll see find it. it there. IGTV stuff, you know. Uh, you'll be on my podcast once yeah. I get that started. So don't we'll worry, we'll be too. special guests on ours. So nah, I appreciate you coming. Appreciate the listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Like, appreciate guys, it. Share. All of that. Like, subscribe, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, I won't keep you any longer. Have a good day. Have a good morning. Have a good night. And uh, stay safe. Stay sweet. Stay safe, guys. Stay street. <laughs> good. I love that stay safe, stay sweet, stay street thing. Honestly. We good. <laughs>